6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. All of a sudden, I feel like biting a bat. Sort of leads into this next segment. Going to welcome to 6.30 Chad Afternoons, Chris Rutkowski, who is listed on my notes here as a science writer and a weirdologist. Chris, my friend, how do you possibly earn the title of weirdologist? Well, you know, it's like this. Not only do I study reports of UFOs, but people also talk to me about other things they've experienced like Sasquatch and and lake monsters and ghosts and everything that goes bump in the night. I seem to attract that sort of thing. No, uh, if you're at liberty to tell us, uh, where are you situated and how long have you been doing this sort of thing or having people bring you those sort of stories? <laughs> well, I'm uh, uh, just outside of Winnipeg, actually, in Manitoba. And uh, I've been at this for, well, a few years. I started uh, investigating some strange things in the 1970s. Uh, so, uh, you know, we've, uh, myself and my colleagues have been uh, interested in what people are are seeing and reporting for quite some time. In fact, uh, since 1989, just as recently as 1989, only 32 years ago, uh, we have something like 22,000 separate Canadian UFO reports on on record. So, you know, there's a, a lot of interesting stories out there. All right. Well, and that's and that's why we wanted to have you on. Though I feel like I have a lot of questions for you. We might have to do an hour someday. Uh, th- there's a Canadian UFO survey. Uh, now, before we get into some of the, the details for 2020, so you mentioned 1989. So, like, who started this? Who sits around and says to themselves, well, I guess we need a UFO survey now? <laughs> well, actually, I was uh, the instigator of that back then. Uh, there are a number of us across Canada, usually sort of one or two per province, and uh, we're trying to decide you know, exactly how many cases are there in oh, Saskatchewan versus Nova Scotia are more seen at nighttime than daytime, and are there more red ones than blue ones? And we figured the only way to do that is to try and collect the information ourselves because, uh, you know, back then, you know, there, we had a choice of uh, newspapers, magazines, and uh, and radio. So... Uh, we thought, well, let's actually try and gather the information ourselves, collecting it, putting it into a, uh, a database of some sort, and seeing what uh, what shook out of it. That became the Canadian UFO Survey. Okay, so if if you were to describe, and Chris, I'm, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm having fun, but I'm not making fun because I actually oh, find no, this no topic problem. really fascinating. And whenever I fill in on six thirty shed afternoons, Chris, the producer of the show, seems to book me uh, an alien uh, UFO or something type segment. If if well, you, you had to describe, <laughs> oh, I think it's great. If you had to describe the most common type of UFO sighting in Canada, what would it be? Well, the, the typical UFO sighting is pretty dull. Actually, it's simply a light moving in the night sky, and that's why most of the uh, cases we get do have explanations or possible explanations as stars and planets and planes and satellites and literally anything else. Um, so the, the average case is, is really not that interesting. But, you know, every year there's a, a small percentage, usually in the neighborhood of 3 or 4 or 5%. Actually, last year, for some reason, it was up to 13%. But there's a, you know, a, a few that turn out to have uh, characteristics that don't suggest 
uh, obvious explanations. And those are the, are the ones that people tend to get a little more interested in. Read in for Jay Lynn today. We're talking to Chris Rutkowski, science writer and weirdologist, about the latest Canadian UFO survey. So you touched on it. 2020, the third most active year since uh, the survey began 32 years ago. Now, why do you think that was? Because obviously 2020 was uh, an incredibly strange and stressful year, and, and I'm wondering if you think there's any connection to an increase in reported UFO sightings. Well, I suspect that there is a, a connection in some way um, that, uh, you know, people were not uh, going inside uh, stadiums and, and shopping malls and inside restaurants in the evenings. They were spending a little more time at home or with their families or at campgrounds and uh, looking up into the sky. And, and that may have, have a factor that during lockdown, that may have actually resulted in an increase in UFOs. So that's certainly one factor. Another factor is, you know, there have been uh, uh, some conspiracy theories flowing around uh, all about uh, everything and anything, whether you're uh, masking or not masking and, and vaxxing and not vaxxing and all that sort of stuff. So people were a little more divided on whether uh, governments are lying to you or, or not, and uh, that may precipitate some people into thinking that uh, there there really are UFOs out there. So that may be a contributing factor as well. Is there an area of the country that you would consider a hotbed for UFO sightings? Well, you know, it's related to population uh, in some ways, that the larger population centers tend to have more UFO reports because trees falling in the forest and so forth, that uh, more people around uh, potentially seeing UFOs, you'll get more UFO reports. However, uh, that does not tend to hold fast all the time. As a matter of fact, for 2020, for some reason, the Maritimes had far more UFO reports uh, per population than they should have. In fact, uh, I think uh, PEI and uh, uh, Nova Scotia had something like three times the number of UFO reports uh, that uh, they should have got by rights. So, you know, it's it's related to a lot of things we're not sure. This is simply what we found by looking at the data. Uh, reports came from certainly UFO organizations, but also from places like Transport Canada, from pilots who are reporting unusual things in the sky, from uh, 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 people reporting things directly to us, from reporting things to uh, media. So it, it, the cases came in through a variety of ways, and it's really a snapshot of what people really were seeing in Canada in 2020. Chris, I wish we had more time. Before I let you go, do you have a personal UFO sighting story? I don't. I've actually never seen anything uh, that some of the people are reporting, ranging from pilots who say that things flew over uh, the wings of their plane as they were flying along to people seeing uh, a black triangular object near Cochrane, uh, just in February of 2020, 4.30 in the afternoon, and uh, it just appeared, a black triangle, and then it rotated and disappeared. What do you do with cases like that? It, it's just uh, very strange. Where can people find the survey? You can go to uh, survey.canadianuforeport.com, canadianuforeport.com, survey.canadianuforeport.com. Well, I know what website I'm going to be looking at after work. Chris, thanks for checking in. This was a lot of fun. No problem. Chris Rutkowski, science writer, weirdologist on the 2020 Canadian UFO.
survey. 